Hello, and welcome to the woods. I'm your host, Samuel Grom, here to take you on a hike through the many stories the forest can inspire. Whether it's a quaint folk tale or a fanciful journey through the imagination, there's nothing you can't think up when you use your creativity, or perhaps if you're a little crazy. Now come with me into the thicket, and I'll share with you some of the crazy stories my cranium can come up with. What are you doing here? No, I'm not doing anything private, but I'll be frank. I've never seen anyone I've spoken to come back before. Were you, were you looking for me? Well, if you need to know, I was bearing a coyote. I saw it laying on the trail and I just couldn't let him rot there. It's fine. You can call me soft. Honestly, I'd rather be that than cruel. The little guy reminded me of a few stories I know. If you'd like to hear one. Oh, good. I need the distraction. Hmm. Which one? Which one? Oh, how about this? The story of the coyote and the sky wolves. A long time ago, the night sky was bare of all except the moon. During this time, whenever the moon was not at its fullest, even the owls could hardly see. One night, Coyote wandered the forest, nearly blind under the new moon. He eventually found a clearing in the woods where he saw a family of wolves looking up at the sky. Cousins, said Coyote, curious. Not a one responded. What fascinates you, soul wolves? Again, not one wolf spoke. Fine, Coyote spat, and he went on his way. This occurred again and again, with Coyote finding the wolves in a different clearing, watching the sky in a mysterious silence every new moon night. One night, Coyote brought his friend Crow with him, perched on his walking stick. Cousins, Coyote said, please tell me what you see. Unsurprisingly, not one wolf answered, only sitting and watching the sky in frustrating silence. With a quick look from Coyote, Crow began cawing. Crow cawed and cawed, assaulting the wolf's ears with its shrill cry. Ah, said the youngest wolf. I can't take it anymore. Cousin Coyote, we found beasts in the sky. Oh, really? Said Coyote, looking up to see two pale dots in the center of the night. 
Two... Two beasts? Those can't be more than specks. Oh, said the oldest wolf. Cousin, your eyes are not like ours. We see beasts. Big ones. Fat ones. We're trying to think of a way to catch them. Oh, said Coyote. Cousins, you should have told me sooner. I have a way to get up to the sky. All the wolves paused to watch Coyote pull out a large, magical bow. Coyote pulled back with all his might till the knuckles of his arrow hand dug into the very dirt, and all the wolves thought the bowstring would surely break. With a gasp and a grunt, Coyote loosed the magical arrow, and the wolves watched as it soared into the night and punctured the sky. Coyote did this many times, loosing arrow after arrow until the wolves had a rod extending into the sky that they could climb to meet the beasts within it. Wolf after wolf gripped the rod, shimmying up its length until they disappeared into the blackness. Coyote, being a curious creature, decided that he would join his cousins to see these mysterious beasts. Carefully, he climbed the rod, reaching higher and higher until the very earth vanished from his sight. He climbed and climbed and climbed until the birds also became too far to see. Again, he climbed and climbed and climbed until the clouds too became too distant. Eventually, Coyote happened upon a mystical meadow, with each flower being its own world, with its own beasts. Coyote followed the wolf tracks he found in the black dirt until he finally found his cousins. Every wolf sat and spoke with a bright creature, learning its secrets and giving some of their own Coyote noticed that the wolves began to glow like the mysterious creatures and marveled at the spectacle. Soon, he looked down and found that he could now see the clouds, the birds, and even the earth with much greater ease thanks to the wolves' growing light. Hmm, said Coyote. I think it's best if I leave my cousins here. And so Coyote climbed back down to the earth, and with him he took back each of his arrows so the wolves would always remain in the sky with their new friends. With time, the wolves grew until their numbers filled the night like the sands filled the beaches. And it is said that if you ever hear a coyote howl, you should expect to hear wolves respond from a far distance. That is Old Coyote checking on the very children of his cousins. You know, that made me feel a bit better. Thank you for listening. Hmm. You know, 
Well, I have you here. I might as well tell you another story. Especially since you seem so enthusiastic to hear me out. Well, after that one, I feel like I should continue with the animal theme. I can't remember any other stories I've heard, so this one's going to come right off the old noggin. There once was a hunter who walked the wilderness with the ease of a fish in water. It is said he could speak with the forest and its creatures, that he could walk up the trees and leap over great ravines and smell his game with the ease of a wolf. To many, he seemed like a spirit, to some, even a god, and he had gained the admiration of all his fellows. One day, the hunter happened upon a great stag, as pale as the moon and as tall as an oak. He drew his bow, but found that the stag could hear him, and it leapt from his sight in nearly an instant. He set about tracking it, and after a week, he found it once more, drinking from a lake. This time, he drew his bow from a greater distance and held it until he was in range. He walked and he walked, straining to keep his bow drawn until he finally was in range. Finally, he would have his trophy. But when his toe bent a small blade of grass, the stag was alerted and leapt once more away from his sight. Dejected and hungry, he collapsed under a willow, certain that he'd never catch his mystical beast. That was until he saw a robin perched on his knee. How did you sneak up on me? said the hunter. Oh, me? said the robin. It's a secret of the forest. I can teach it, but such secrets can never be given freely. Teach me, bird. I care not for the price. With that, the robin gifted the hunter with otherworldly silence. And after a few more days of tracking, used it to slay the great pale stag. The hunter was overjoyed to prevail in his efforts and called for the robin to give it his thanks. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I owe you the world. Oh, no. It's fine. I need only my price. With that, the hunter found his head sprouting antlers and his hands turning to hooves. What is this? He shouted. The forest keeps its secrets, so you must be of the forest. With that, the hunter howled, but it soon turned into a stag call as he became the new pale beast of the forest. Whew! Wasn't that tragic? Anyway, I've got to get some grub. I'm starting to starve.
Hmm? Go with you. Uh, uh, no, I, I've, I've got a friend waiting. He brought me food, so perhaps another time? Stay safe. Goodbye. like my stories, and I hope to see you again on another hike through the woods. Make sure to follow for updates on my Twitter or LinkedIn, or check wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to stay safe out there.